episode number 10. Let's roll. Welcome to the Weight Training Podcast with your host, Tracy Waite. Hey, Coach Tracy checking back in with you guys. Thanks so much for checking into the podcast. I'm really excited and thrilled that you guys are here and uh, supporting this podcast, so thank you from the bottom of my heart. This episode is about my coaching manifesto. I think in life it's good to have a manifesto, um, which are principles and uh, thoughts and approaches that you have to different parts of your life, whether it's your family, whether it's professionally, whether it's uh, sports as an athlete or as a coach. And so I'm going to just share a few thoughts around my coaching manifesto as to why I coach and different things that I find that are important to me when it comes to my approach and my thoughts and my feelings around coaching. And this might be something that helps to spur you in giving you ideas as to uh, why it is that you coach or why it is that you play a particular sport. Because I think it's important to have self-awareness and to understand yourself and to understand the motivations that you have when it comes to why you do what you do and uh, making sure that you are enjoying the ride and enjoying the journey. So uh, my coaching manifesto um, is broken up into eight parts, and so I'll go through each one of those and give you an idea of my thoughts on each of those eight, and that's pretty much going to be it for this episode. So it'll be a quick one and one that uh, hopefully you get some value out of. So coaching manifesto for Coach Tracy. When it comes to coaching, I think about this in terms of my volleyball club coaching. So number one for me is making sure that I'm teaching the game. And what I mean by that is uh, making sure that I'm not only teaching the skills of volleyball and what it means to execute at a high level in this sport, but I'm also talking about teaching the strategy, teaching how to read defenses, teaching how to read um, an offense, teaching um, how to interact with uh, your players, with the referee, with uh, the coaches, with athletes from the other team because I think it's important to honor the game and if uh, coaches aren't teaching all of that I think that it can get lost as to a little bit of the reasons why and the value behind um, any particular sport volleyball being specific in this case so that's the first one for me Uh, number two on my manifesto is making sure that I'm developing strong leaders Um, I believe that in order for a player or players on a team to really get to the best that they can get to, they have to develop as a leader because the definition of a leader is somebody that is looking at themselves and how they can improve and how they can bring more value to the team or the organization. And I think until athletes do that and how they're looking at their preparation, looking at their practice and looking how they're executing in in games and evaluating that um, every time they step out onto the court, that's what creates uh, good leaders, and so it's very important to me to make sure that I'm sharing the tools of the trade as to how to do that effectively, because that will carry over after after uh, they leave the court. It's going to carry over into their interactions with family, with uh, colleagues, with friends, with other students, and leadership is something that um, we should all be trying to develop and be 
stronger in our execution of that. So that's basically why uh, I have that as number two on my uh, manifesto list. Number three is making sure that practice or training is game-like. Um, I think sometimes it's easy to get to where we're stuck into teaching the skills that go into a particular sport and uh, focusing too much on that. And I think this depends on uh, what age group that you're coaching, but it's making sure that as often as possible that we're able to get uh, our coaching to make sure that it mirrors what it would be like in a game so that when uh, our players and athletes are in a game situation, it feels as familiar as possible because they've practiced that way. I have um, the thought that in games and in pressure, um, nervous or you know uh, stressful situations, um, most people revert back to the lowest um, level that they practiced at. And so making um, your training game-like really helps them to understand that practice uh, carries over to the game and making sure that how they execute in practice and doing it at a high level of focus and concentration and 100% effort, that will carry over and will uh, serve them very well when it comes to uh, game situations. Number three, I've uh, got to make sure that as a coach that I'm enjoying it and that I'm showing passion. I don't think if uh, we aren't smiling and using tone and inflection and talking faster and louder, which helps you to come across as uh, excited and enthusiastic. If we don't have that as uh, a foundation to our coaching, I really think that we need to think about whether this is uh, the right profession or the right sport to be coaching. Because if you don't enjoy it, if you don't look forward to going to the practices and to the games and the tournaments, they're really, uh, you're doing a disservice to those that you're coaching and to the organization because uh, coaches that are enthusiastic and positive, those are great role models for athletes to look up to and to see as to how they need to conduct themselves. And they're looking to their coaches as to the role model um, as, as how to uh, conduct themselves and how to be um, to their teammates. So that's an important one. Number, let's see, one, two, three, four, we're on number five, um, invest in your own development. This one, um, I'm going to try and uh, not be too controversial on this one, but it's very important, and I think that it's uh, of the utmost importance to make sure that coaches are continuing to grow. Um, that means growing personally through personal development, through professional development, going to coaching clinics, going to coach trainings. They're always reading, they're always uh, talking to colleagues, they're uh, trying to glean as many good practices from other coaches and mentors that they have, and I think having a mentor, a coach mentor, is a good thing for coaches to have so that they're continuing to grow and continuing to get better as a coach instead of just reverting back to coaching how they were coached because I don't think if we're continuing to grow and find new ways to be able to communicate to our players and to be able to communicate to parents as well as to whole organizations and learning more effective ways to do things and to bring our athletes to where they're functioning at a higher level both individually and as a team, I think that we're really doing a disservice and this is one that um, I 
think it falls back to enjoying it and having passion. If you have passion and you enjoy it, you just are so hungry at finding the information that's going to help you to be better and to help your teams be better. So that's an important one for me. Um, number, let's see, six. Number six here is making sure that we put the athletes at the center of everything that we do. I think um, a lot of times it's uh, really easy to look at, um, you know, the pressure of all the organization that has to happen with our teams and getting uniforms ordered, getting travel set up, getting uh, tournament fees turned in, and just all of that administrative stuff sometimes can uh, distract us from the reason that we're doing this. And I think if we continue to put the athletes at the center of everything that we do, that is going to change how it is that we talk. It's going to change how it is that we interact. It's going to change how we teach. Um, it's going to change how uh, strategic we are. And it's going to make us more empathetic and uh, be able to relate better to our players so that we're more effective when we have conversations with them. Because we want to get buy-in from those players and the families. And if we're not putting the athletes at the center of everything that we do, um, that's going to show... It's going to show through in how we conduct ourselves from uh, on on the court, on the phone, in emails, and when it comes to game and tournament situations when we're interacting with uh, the tournament director and the referees. So making sure that we're doing that uh, is so, so um, importante. Uh, number seven. This is a simple one, but it's a good reminder. Um, coaching, I, I need to make sure that it's not about you. It's not about me. This is about the players. So this kind of uh, piggybacks off of the uh, number six is I'm doing this because I want to help athletes, girls in this situation, teenage girls that are playing volleyball. I want to help them get uh, as good of a club volleyball experience as possible because I believe if they can get a good club volleyball experience to where they learn how to work in stressful situations, how to work through team dynamics, work with uh, all different types of personality types, how to push themselves 100%, how to be consistent, how to be disciplined, committed, all of those things. Um, if we're focused on that and making it about the players um, and not caring about the wins and losses and you know, trying to prop ourselves up by you know, how good our record is, I think that's uh, really what it's all about and that's an important one for me. And then last but not least, of course, is Keep it fun. Keep it fun for myself. Keep it fun for the players. Keep it fun for the parents. Because if you don't have passion and you don't enjoy playing the sport, you're going to burn out very quickly. And you're not going to look forward to coming to practice. And of course, you're not going to look forward to giving 100% in practice. And so you have to make sure that uh, by keeping it fun and keeping practices game-like, but also building in games to be able to play and have fun, within practices really helps the players to look forward to interacting with you and with their teammates and wanting to be part of this experience. And when they have a smile on their face and they're continuing to improve and they're uh, getting better at skills that they weren't so good at at the beginning of the season, that's really what ties this all together and that's what makes this a very satisfying experience and it's what draws a lot of people to coaching is when you can see somebody uh, like a young person that is um, playing this sport and starts to get better and play it at a high level and really get some satisfaction from uh, being a leader on the team and being able to 
be consistent and get uh, you know some recognition through how it is that they're doing on the team. That's what it's all about, and I think that that's uh, something that carries over to all parts of their life. And there's so many valuable lessons that you can learn by being on a team and uh, on a healthy team that uh, has a team dynamic where everybody is uh, moving in the same direction and is encouraging and is supportive and is looking for people that they can pick up and fill their self-esteem. And I think when we have all those things working for us, parents are excited because of the experience that their kids are getting. And they also look forward to interacting with the other parents. And some of these teams become lifelong friends, both parents and teammates, because of the type of experience they have. And we have that ability to create that environment if we're doing our jobs right. So uh, that's what my uh, manifesto is like. And hope that you got a few pearls out of there. But uh, maybe some of you are listening to this that have been on a team of mine or might be a t- on a team of mine in the future. Um, This is a good way for you to know just where I am coming from, from a coaching perspective and what things I find uh, valuable and important um, in why I am attracted to coaching. So uh, there it is. Those of you that are coaches, I would love to get some of your um, perspectives on this and what ideas or things you have in your own personal manifesto. So if you are listening to this podcast on your phone or on a device that you can take a screenshot, go ahead and do that. And then post on Instagram or Facebook with the hashtag weight training. And just tell me what uh, components you have to your manifesto so that I can get uh, some ideas of things I might be able to add to my manifesto as time goes on. So thank you guys so much for your time. Really enjoyed getting uh, some of these ideas out um, for people to listen to. And uh, I get as much value out of your comments. So if you guys wouldn't mind leaving a rating, that would be fantastic just to Let me know that you're all out there and what types of things you're getting out of these podcasts. And uh, maybe if you have some ideas for future podcasts or questions that you have, I'd be happy to do a question and answer podcast or be able to do a whole podcast on an idea that you have. So thank you guys so much for all that you do. And I look forward to catching up with you guys soon. We're out of here for episode number 10. Take care.